The Boston Bruins got a huge game out of Taylor Hall on Tuesday in a win over the Tampa Bay Lightning. Hall doesn't seem at all to mind his new deployment on the team's third line, while Jeremy Swayman put up his best performance of the season in the win as well. We're going to talk about all this and more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren. And this is a daily show where we discuss all things about your 19-3 and Boston Bruins. Today is Wednesday, November 30th, the final day of November, if you can believe it. Christmas right around the corner. And we have much to celebrate. Many gifts have already been given to us this Bruins season, including another win last night over the Tampa Bay Lightning. If you are on Twitter, Instagram, you can find the podcast at LockedNHLBruins. You can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren. And a quick thank you for making Locked On Bruins part of your day, five days a week. So thankful for everybody who takes the time to subscribe, download, listen. It's free and available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, I'd uh, love to see some people sharing their Spotify wrapped podcast lists. Hopefully Locked On Bruins is on there. Uh, and also you can find it on YouTube where you can also get some bonus post-game reaction and breaking news content as well. And of course last night after the win over the Lightning, I talked about Taylor Hall scoring two goals to lead the Bruins to a 3-1 win over the Tampa Bay Lightning at TD Garden, extending their home winning streak to 13 games to begin the season. This is, of course, an NHL record. Taylor Hall, the big story in this one, he needed a big game, and he came up with one, scoring just over a minute into the game on a Brandon Carlo uh, shot from the point that he tipped in. Had a couple other golden opportunities as well. And this is all coming as he is being slotted on the third line. The Bruins, super deep at the moment. Head coach Jim Montgomery electing to keep the check line together of Pavel Zaka, David Krejci, and David Pasternak. And so with Brad Barshan, Patrice Bergeron, Jake DeBrusque on the top line... Taylor Hall finding a home with Charlie Coyle and Trent Frederick, who is back in the lineup. Hall said, wherever you're playing, wherever you're slotted, you have to make the most of your ice time. Charlie Coyle, as a third-line center, one of the best third-line centers in the whole league. So he doesn't take it as a demotion. He takes it as, do what you can with the ice time you're given and the opportunity you're given. And he thinks... Whoever he's playing with, that can be a really good line. And Jim Montgomery added, Hall was very accepting of the fact that he's being used on the third line. They're using him on the second power play. 
because that's what's best for the Boston Bruins at the moment. He can't say enough about his exemplary attitude. Still getting, you know, 15 minutes a night, some nights 16, 17, depending on special teams. And he's been one of the team's best players over the past several games. Finally rewarded after going a few games without a goal. Hall, in fact, you know, over his last five games, he's got uh, four points, two goals last night, two assists in previous games against Tampa and Chicago. Uh, He had seven shots in the game against Carolina, three last night, three the game last week against Florida. So he's getting his opportunities. And again, he said it was nice to see a couple go in. Felt like he had good legs the last few games. Had some chances, especially against Carolina. Nice to contribute. Nice to score at home. Been a while since he had a multi-goal game, and they're always fun. Uh, just a good win against a good hockey team. Uh, Hall had 20 goals, 61 points last season. He's on pace to top those numbers this season. Uh so far, he has uh, eight goals, seven assists for 15 points in 22 games. He's on pace for 30 goals, 26 assists for 56 points. So, you know, his point total may be a bit down from last season, but he's on track for his first 30-goal season since 2017-2018, the season in which he won the Hart Trophy as league MVP. Jim Montgomery has been long impressed with Hall dating back to when he uh, came into the league with Dallas 2018-2019. Uh, the season after he was MVP that Montgomery first coached in the league and you can tell he was an elite player. Coming to Boston, he was excited to work with him. He's older now maturity in his game has developed and what's important to him now is winning he wants to win a cup he wants to be in a dressing room that values winning that has pedigree and it shows in the way that he's playing so taylor hall big bear of the night two goals uh three shots just under 15 minutes of play and uh so great to see him get on the scoreboard like he did last night. Going to talk about Jeremy Swayman's performance and some other items of note from last night's game. But first, uh, this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from the ongoing World Cup of Soccer to the upcoming football slate, basketball, hockey, esports. They've got it all at Bet Online. If you love sports podcasts, you can find them over there as well. They're the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more at Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Bruins part of your day every day. Uh, Do check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast next. 
From the games that matter to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. All right, so the Hall-Coil combination looking a lot better than it did when they experimented with it last season, of course. With David Krejci not being in the lineup, Charlie Coyle got the start as second-line center. And um, they're working on their dialogue on the bench, what he sees, what the other guy sees, areas they can contribute and get better at. And Paul said, Coyle's such a good player, so strong, really good in his own end, and they have a better idea of... um where each other is going to be out on the ice. So we'll see if that pairing continues. And if, you know, it's such a luxury to have a guy like Taylor Hall on your third line on several other teams as at least a second-line player. It could be on this team as well. You know, Zaka getting that deployment alongside Krejci and Pasternak. Uh, Hall could easily be up there. But for the time being, this team is best served having those three scoring line opportunities. And uh, it's paying off. They're 19-3. and The Bruins became the fifth team in NHL history to reach 20 consecutive home wins, dating back to last year's playoffs, regular season. And um, Jim Montgomery said, for them, it's more about the process that allows them to have positive outcomes. Uh, Patrice Bergeron, very driven that way mentally. He's always been a process-oriented coach. They're together in how they think things should work. They believe in a process, and everybody in the room believes in the process. Having the home crowd behind them, wearing those Pooh Bear jerseys that they're undefeated in, certainly helps. But right now, this team is just so focused on not settling on their reputation, not settling on early season wins, but trying to get better each and every game. And that certainly was the case with Jeremy Swayman last night uh, as he played his best game of the season, allowing only one goal on 28 shots. And he helped the team maintained their lead in the third period when he made an amazing pad save on Corey Perry's one-timer attempt. Montgomery said it's the best Swayman's looked this year. Not super high bar. He hadn't played very well. He had a sub 900 save percentage injured. But last night, we saw vintage Jeremy Swayman, very calm in the crease. Um being patient on his feet, seeing the puck well. And again, for this team to succeed, you need A, that depth up front. You need some effective goaltending from both uh, from both guys when they're healthy. And you need that strong defensive presence as well. And Derek Forbort returning to the lineup after missing 11 games with a broken finger, recorded two shots, uh, blocked one, 
Team high, two minutes and five seconds on the penalty kill. He said he felt okay. First period was a little fast. But as you get into it, you start feeling your rhythm again. Those were his favorite games to play, he said. One goal leads. Games, when you win by five or six, aren't very fun to foreboard. It was a good test. Lightning, a really good team, and they did a good job sticking with it. Came out with the win. Charlie McAvoy played amazing as well. Sixth block shots leading the way in ice time for the Bruins. Had a couple scoring opportunities where he missed the net, uh, but his best two-way game of the year, and he really relished that matchup against uh, Braden Point and Nikita Kucherov, and the Bruins able to uh, keep those two guys at bay in this one. It was fairly even when it came to how the game was played, 5-on-5. Lightning holding a shot attempt advantage. Uh, Shots pretty even at 5-on-5. Lightning perhaps with more scoring chances, but the Bruins had more high danger chances, 5-on-5. Lightning held the advantage overall in shot attempts and shots. Scoring chances, but the Bruins had more high danger chances, higher expected goals, and came out with uh, the victory. I already awarded the big bear of the night to Taylor Hall, but of course, uh, Jeremy Swayman deserves a lot of love for his 964 point percentage. Charlie McAvoy again, two shots, two hits, six blocks, which was fantastic. Uh, Brandon Carlo with the assist on Hall's goal. Three hits, two blocks of his own. And uh, a bunch of guys chipping in in this one. Patrice Bergeron leading the way with four shots uh, to pace the Bruins in this one. So a good team effort overall. And the Bruins next will play on Saturday, again, at TD Garden. A couple more games at home before they hit road. Colorado on Saturday and then Vegas next Monday. And we'll certainly uh, talk about those two games when they appear on the schedule. Bruins have three days off here in between games. What's up, Henry? Henry making an appearance on the podcast. He's got a bit of a, a, a funny ear issue going on, possible ear infection, so he's staying home. Um, but yeah, let's take a quick break. We'll be back here in a moment to tee up the rest of the week and bring you the latest on the Boston Bruins. Thank you again for making Lockdown Bruins part of your day every single day. Free and available on all your podcast platforms as well as on YouTube Please do subscribe so that you never miss a thing. With the win, the Bruins remain atop the NHL standings in terms of point percentage. They're tied with the New Jersey Devils, but they have an 864 point percentage compared to uh, 826 for the Devils and a plus 40 Goal differential. On tomorrow's podcast, we will update the weekly cup check where I take a look at the top five teams 
around the NHL and uh, give you an idea of where the Bruins stack up. There was one notable contract signed yesterday. That was by Dallas Stars center Rupe Hints, an eight-year deal worth $8.5 million. Uh, comes shortly after New York Islanders center Matt Barzal signed an eight-year deal worth $9.15 million. And there are some notable pending unrestricted free agents that these recent deals could affect. Notably, Bo Horvat with the Vancouver Canucks, Dylan Larkin with the Detroit Red Wings, and of course, our boy David Posternock, who is still without a contract beyond the season while establishing himself among the league leaders in goals and points. After last night's game, he is fifth in NHL scoring behind Connor McDavid, Jason Robertson, Nikita Kucherov, and Leon Dreisaitl. He's got 32 points, 14 goals, puts him in a tie for third with uh, Tage Thompson, Jason Robertson, Connor McDavid, Bo Horvat, all ahead of him. McDavid Horvat with 17, Robertson with 19. I've been saying for a while here that Pasternak likely to be paid in the double-digit millions in terms of AAV. And eight years, $88 million seems to be uh, the number that they will likely agree on. Um, But still, you know, the Bruins are rolling right now. Not a lot of people thinking about this or top of mind but it's definitely something that that the Bruins need to uh, figure out and hopefully sooner than later we also haven't heard much lately about uh, the Mitchell Miller situation we know that's going before an independent reviewer and um, yeah I suppose we'll get some resolution here with respect to that soon. Tomorrow is the deadline for teams to sign restrictive free agents. Nobody in that boat for the Boston Bruins. Alex Fermentin uh, there with the Ottawa Senators and still awaiting resolution on the Hockey Canada investigation and Fermentin's potential involvement there. So that could um, affect some things with the Ottawa Senators. That's kind of the big uh, news items going on around the NHL. Congrats to Alex Ovechkin for passing Wayne Gretzky for the most NHL road goals in the Capitals' win over the... um, Who did they play last night? The Vancouver Canucks. And uh, we'll talk about this team more tomorrow, but... Keep an eye on the Seattle Kraken. They won a wild one last night against the Los Angeles Kings. And they are a top five team when it comes to point percentage so far this season. 14-5-3 through 22 games. Uh, Some good games on the schedule tonight. A few involving some um, 
Atlantic Division teams, Buffalo, Detroit, the Senators taking on the Rangers, Toronto taking on the Sharks. And again, tomorrow we'll update the uh, weekly cup check and uh, see where the Bruins stack up among the top five. Pretty high, let's be honest. It's a dark and rainy day here in Guelph, Ontario. And um, the Guelph Storm did play last night. I'm wondering if uh, our boy Matty Poitra got in on that. Uh, tomorrow is actually my birthday. I still think I will do a quick podcast. Um, but I'll also be taking the day off. Going to do some cider tasting and uh, out for a meal down in Hamilton. Uh, last night, Matt Poitra held scoreless in a game against the uh, London Knights. Guelph losing 6-2 to two in that one. They had their uh, winning streak busted up. Uh, what else is going on? What did we watch last night? Well, of course, the Bruins game. We watched Welcome to Chippendales on, on Disney+, Plus, which uh, very entertaining show with uh, Kumail Nanjiani, Murray Bartlett, who you might know from White Lotus, uh, Juliette Lewis. We also watched uh, Fleischman is in Trouble, uh, a lot of good people in there, Jesse Eisenberg, Claire Danes, Lizzie Kaplan. Check those out as well. If Locked On Boston Ruins appears on your Spotify wrapped, please do share that and tag me on uh, Instagram at LockedNHLBruins or at um, ENC McLaren. And we'll be back tomorrow with the weekly cup check and uh, all the latest on the Boston Bruins. Anton Strawman clearing waivers yesterday, assigned to Providence. The Bruins last night playing with their healthiest lineup of the season, and hopefully they can uh, remain healthy here for the next little bit at least. All right, take care, friends. Happy Wednesday. Talk to you again here tomorrow on Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.